Hi, Jason Wood here, host of the Armed and Ready podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. We have a really great guest, Gary Roth, Skyping in from Birmingham, Alabama. Let's go check it out. Jason Wood here, host of Armed and Ready podcast. We have an exciting guest today with us, uh, Gary Roth. Gary, thanks so much for being here, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. I uh, I know we've kind of been bouncing back and forth on the email, but I was really excited to do your show. And uh, like we kind of said before we got started, man, it's a really awesome thing that you're doing. So no, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just for a little background for you know our audience and stuff, um, give us kind of the 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 one minute elevator pitch of, of what you're doing right now and, and who you are. I mean, obviously you're in uniform, so um, the listeners can't see it, but the video side, you know, can see that you're in uniform. So, so still in the service, um, give us a little background on that. You're in the army. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I've been in the army for 21 years total, uh, 16 active, five reserve. Uh, it's been absolutely awesome. I started off as EOD and then I was in the reserve for a while, came back in recruiting. Don't hate me for that got out again for a little bit and then came back on active duty to finish out my time. And now I work on the retention side of things. So when folks re-enlist and keep you in for 20 years, that's kind of what I do now. And I'm at this corporate position and I kind of hate it, but that's all right. <laughs> and so on the side, I've, I'm doing a little podcast thing like yourself. I have a social media consulting company called Blue Collar Consulting Group. And then I'm also the host of the professional podcast. That's my little plug right there. So uh, doing a lot of great things. Uh, much like yourself with the Armed and Ready podcast and then kind of the, the clientele that you serve. You know, the military just gives you so many experiences and trainings and success, you know, points. It's just, it's hard not to leverage that outside of the military, much like yourself. That's what I decided to do. So that's where we are today. Right on, right on. Um, so um, your podcast is called The Professional Podcast, right? That's right. So that's right. what do you talk about? Uh, professional things, professional <laughs> things. <mostly. laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, and I'll be honest with you, Jason, it, it's really hard to describe. Uh, you, have you ever met somebody when they walked into the room, they just kind of commanded presence, you know, they sure. commanded your attention. They just had an aura or a presence about them. And really that's what I consider to be the professional. Um, it's somebody that is just self-confident, somebody that is knowledgeable without being, you know, like the absolute technical expert, a, a good leader. So I touch on things from, you know, talking about job placement, uh, discipline, physical fitness, even. Uh, I speak with uh, folks like yourself, like, you know, these kind of entrepreneurs that are out there making stuff happen. Just the other day, I had an episode on time management. So it's really just kind of taking life to the next level, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it all hits home, especially like in my business in the mortgage industry, you know, all of that plays into it, right? From the from the marketing aspect, branding, um, the time management, like all of that is a component of, of what I do professionally beyond just engineering the loan itself, right? Um, there's all these other components to it. So that's pretty cool that you, you get to touch on that. Um, and so you, you do a lot in that consulting space for social media um, and stuff. Are you consulting for like... Um, like the military or, or just uh, individual like um, corporations or who do you who are your who's your client base? Well, it's and 
That's a great question. Thank you. It really, my client base is going to be anybody that wants to kind of get started in social media. Like for instance, I'm not going to help, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, redesign the Amazon website. I'm just, I'm just a shade below that. <laughs> but like, let's say you've got like a, somebody that's just got a talent, right? Somebody that maybe can play piano really good or somebody that is maybe trying to start their music career online, or let's say a mom and pop shop that wants to do some Facebook ads. Like that's, that's where I'm at. I, I can help people get started. Um, and that personal branding stuff is something that I'm fascinated by. Uh, for instance, when I was over in Georgia, I'm in Alabama now, and I was in Georgia, I had a buddy of mine that has like a, a small wood shop in his basement, right? Little wood shop. He's like, yeah, I've been doing some Instagram stuff here and there. And, and I don't want this to sound boastful, but like in a matter of three days, I took his 112 followers and we bumped it up to over 400. And wow. so that was a pretty significant increase. It's, it's that kind of stuff that right now I, I absolutely love to do. That's really interesting. So um, what, what do you see as far as like a translation? I, I think, um, you know, a lot of people that are in the military and transition out, whether it be retirement or they're just, you know, the end of an enlistment, yeah. how do you see your experience in the military or, or how has that kind of crafted or shaped what you're doing now on the side? Well, I think, and, and you know this as well, I mean, like, look, look at you right now. You're very well-dressed. You, you have a tight haircut. You know, you were timely with your appointments. And so those kind of intangible skills that you possess, that I possess, um, th that's probably the, the, the most easy to recognize skill set is just that self-discipline. And so that self-discipline, like what you do in your business is going to be, you know, making sure the paperwork is, is tight, making sure that you're uh, arrive on time at appointments. For me, it's making sure that you use the proper hashtags that things are consistent. It's, you know, you remember in the military attention to detail, right? You know, that, that self-discipline that drives you. So those are some of the, the, the tangible skill sets that most military veterans have. Now, some thought that I've had more recently is that not every single person, just because they're a veteran, are, are going to be these amazing people. There are a lot of people that just survive in the military. They don't pick up any skill sets. They just kind of drift through like those people exist. But then again, there's folks like you or me, we get in there, we, we explore these opportunities. We're like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. And we take that stuff with us out of uniform. And those are the folks that really get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen that. I've seen both sides. I remember when I was, when I was in the military and, and then that transition out exactly what you're yeah. what you're speaking about. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, what? Tell me something about like you know being in the army for twenty yeah. years. I mean that's 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 a, an accomplishment all in of itself. You've probably had some some really cool deployments or uh, uh, stories and things like that. I mean anything you can share with us that you think would be kind of <laughs> kind of a neat story. Well, I wish that, uh, you know, I wish that I had some really cool classified stuff that I couldn't tell you, or maybe I do, I don't know. But it, um, <laughs> so when I used to defuse bombs, so I used to be EOD, uh, we had some, um, we had some pretty interesting stuff happen. There was a time where we had to, uh, in southeastern Missouri, I was stationed at Fort Leonard Wood. I don't, where were you stationed in the Air Force? In, uh, in Nevada, in Reno. Okay. Yeah. So the, the rest of the world in the, in the Midwest is kind of where I was, uh, and in southeastern Missouri, there was a marijuana field that was actually booby trapped. And so uh, we had to go in there and clear those up. And the guy had made like, I'm holding my hands up to the camera. This would be real good for the podcast, but he had like a Claymore mine, but with a shotgun shell kind of 
manufactured in there with a spring-loaded trigger. And he had three or four of those kind of protecting this marijuana field, which was, that was pretty interesting. Um, let's see what else. There was uh, one of my first uh, situations that I had to run, and I hope I can't be, I hope I'm not going to be too gory for your show, but the, uh, there was a standoff and the law enforcement particular agency had actually shot the guy, uh, gosh, uh, above the neck. So in the head, and it was a rather messy scene. We had to go in over that to clear the house because he said he had his house booby trapped. Oh, and so <laughs> young 19 year old me never seen anything in, in the world had to deal with all that nastiness. But, uh, but yeah, it was really cool stuff. I mean, anytime you can blow something up, I mean, is there anything much better than that? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's the, the, the glory in the military, right? Is the shooting guns yeah. and blowing things up, right? Make stuff blow up. Yeah. I mean, who, yeah, that's the kind of stuff you're going to talk about. And then uh, on the more heartwarming side, I did help a lot of young men and women uh, in the recruiting command make that that transition. You know, my favorites was anytime I could go into like a housing project or, you know, like a low income area and help somebody join the military and kind of escape that because that's kind of what my life story was to escape poverty. And the army kind of really set me up on this platform to where I live a very good life. And so anytime I could do that, man, that was that was just really, really you know, a moving kind of situation. Yeah, I'm sure you get to see all walks of life in the recruiting element. Boy, yeah, it's unreal. I mean, big mansions to where there's holes in the floor. I mean, it's, you, you see everything. It's really incredible. That's cool. I mean, I, I got to imagine um, you talk to them a lot about this too, but, you know, tying kind of into the theme of the show, Armed and, and Ready, um, which is, yeah. you know, I, I guess the summit, you know, is really preparedness, right? Um, yeah. Um, how does how does how do you how does armed and ready fit kind of with what you do today or, or how do you um think about that with what you're doing whether it's in the military or, or kind of the side stuff that you're, you're working on well that's i mean that's a really great question and the, the name of your show is really what the uh what the army is about that you know we don't say preparedness we say readiness and so it's like the name of your show ready and you're you're always ready and that goes from you know, staying physically fit, to staying prepared for your rank, uh, to staying healthy, uh, to staying, you know, lethal from, you know, weapons qualification to systems knowledge to tactical knowledge. Uh, it's, it's also about elevating those leaders at the various stages, you know, of their career so that you're equipping and training these leaders, you know, so they can lead other soldiers. Uh, on my side hustle stuff, I've got about four more years before I retire. And so starting the podcast now, starting the social media consulting. Now I started blue collar back in 2014. And so armed and ready, you know, I'm preparing well ahead of time for that retirement because you know, as well as I do building relationships, building those followers and you know, having that reputation that takes a long time to develop. And in today's social media world, it's very noisy. And I don't know what the, the market is like there in San Diego, but I would assume, you have to be pretty darn good to be successful in a competitive market. So armed and ready, you know, readiness on my end, that's, you. I mean, that's what it takes. Constant training, trying, experimenting, being willing to, to fail. All those things kind of roll into it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of similarity that like, you know, the, the market here in San Diego is super competitive as, you know, all of Southern yeah. California is. Um, just such a high density of population. There's a lot of people that are really good at what they do. You know, so, um, 
so yeah, always always having to just be on top of any type of, of changes, on, on way ahead of the game when it comes to communication and just always being on the forefront of building that brand um, is absolutely a requirement um, if you're gonna have any level of success in, in the industry, in the mortgage industry, or real estate industry down in this, this part of the country. It's just so competitive. Um, yeah, I bet. So yeah, we take, I, I take that a lot into heart. And it's interesting, you know, you talk about like, um, you know, bombs going off and stuff like that. And it makes me just think of like crazy purchase transactions when things go completely sideways oh, and, yeah. and having to be, you know, a lot of times the loan guy has to be the EOD on, on that. Right. You know, and, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and just, and just diffuse that stuff. And, um, you know, and try and keep us all on a course that gets us to the finish line on time. Right. And, um, sure. so just interesting that popped into my head when you're talking about that. Yeah, and let me ask you that. I mean, how do you, like, how, look, I've been to California a few times. I'm a Midwestern guy. You can have it. No offense. You know, it's just too crowded for me. Like, how do you, I mean, how do you stay, you know, noticed out there? I mean, is it a matter of just taking care of the customers you got and then building that network? Is it, is it standing out? I mean, how do, how have you managed your level of success so far? Um, yeah, a little bit of all that. Um, so I, I really like, um, Kind of the educational component of sure. yeah. of the business and, and really teaching. Um, so, you know, obviously I've niched myself into the VA loan. I've really become proficient at the VA loan. So, um, you know, I host classes for um, active duty people to teach them about oh, their really? benefit. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then also for realtors too to teach them because okay. um, you know there's there's a hundred different loan products out there and VA is just one, right? And so. Yeah, that's you know, for, for agents to be able to service clients properly, they, they need to maybe not know it as well as the loan person does, but they need to, they need to know enough to where they can talk intelligently. So, um, you know, that's a big thing. And then, you know, with the podcast and the social media stuff, um, you know, that really helps stay forward facing with everybody Mm -hmm. so that you're, you're present because yeah, I mean, it is difficult with, with such a large population density and, and, you know, getting face to face with everybody um, is just such a time constraint, right? And can be difficult to do it, even though you know, I practice that as much as possible. But that's where really the leverage of social media comes into play because now your reach can be spread so much further in still delivering that message. Well, and I think that's spot on, man. I mean, to be honest with you, I think so many people, and for your, for your benefit, I'm glad for this, they just miss out on that content marketing side of the house. Like using social media, doing this podcast, having these interviews. I mean, so much of that is demonstrating your expertise in front of people. And it's not a matter of showing off. It's, it's demonstrating competence to build confidence in that relationship. And so if I'm going to reach out and meet somebody and I, I see a guy that's got 14 videos on the intricate steps within the VA loan process, who do you think I'm going to go with? I mean, obviously right. this guy that knows what he's talking about versus a, you know, a catchy smile. And so I, I fully support, like we said, kind of in the, in the warm up call, you know, just how smart of an idea that is. And I think that like what you said, that innovation, the education, I think that's absolutely huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big part. You know, the, the military does, as you know, a great job of building leaders, building warriors, um, getting us ready for battle. I mean, there's, there's no better educator in that, in that realm, but the, the place where they really are not good is in educating on what our benefits are, finances, VA benefits, things of that nature. And a lot of that, sad to say, a lot of that isn't known 
by military members until they're getting out um, That's right. and they start learning about it. Or if they've heard, if they've learned about it ahead of that time, it's from someone in their shop they've talked to and they kind of got some hearsay and they, you know, they know, sure. you know, two yeah. truths of the whole thing. And, and there's just, there's just a huge gap. And, and it's sad because as you mentioned, you know, how the army has really helped set you up for a good life. I mean, the military really can provide an amazing life for people in the military if they just knew what was at their fingertips. Um, oh man, yeah, so true. Yeah, let me jump in there on that, Jason. Like, so my, my organization now on the retention side, we work with Army Reserve soldiers. And so, you know, there's they, Army Reserve soldiers, National Guard soldiers, the part-timers, they got a lot coming at them, you know, civilian and military requirements kind of all at once. And so I have found when I was in Georgia and I was actually retaining and re-enlisting soldiers that the ones that used their benefits, that knew what benefits they had, those were the ones that were the easiest to retain because they see the advantages they're taking advantage of those benefits and so for somebody like yourself you'd be a godsend if, if you have the opportunity to get into those reserve units too because they desperately need to hear what you have to say and so you know knowing that ahead of time yet you can't you can't squeeze all of the military benefits in a one-day briefing at the end of a 20-year career you just can't right and right. so you know like exactly what you say you've got to get out ahead of that uh, ahead of time yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, the advantages are so awesome. I mean, especially when you're active duty, right? You have your BAH. Yeah. That's tax-free yeah, money absolutely. to buy a house. I mean, I don't know if, if you've ever played around and done the math on it, but if you were to look back at your 20-year career and just add up the BAH oh, man. and look it's, at that it's number, it's probably, I'm, I'd be willing to guess, you're probably six hundred to $700,000 that has been yep. paid tax-free over that period of time. And just think that's of the, yeah. just think if that's applied into real estate, right? Which is the greatest wealth creator in our country, which is real estate. That's and right. and that money's for housing. So, I mean, it's, it's almost a no brainer, but the, the lack of knowledge of the ability to go out and buy real estate and how to do it and so on and so forth is the limiting factor, right? So yeah, we're hoping to just, you know, knock through that barrier a little bit more because the opportunity for someone in the military to create wealth for themselves and their family is probably no better positioned in any other capacity in our country than being active duty in the military. Absolutely right. And especially as you get a little bit further in your career, get a little bit more rank on you, get a little bit more, you know, money per paycheck and things like that. You could really, really do a lot with it. I mean, I have owned and paid off two homes, you both with VA loans. So I, I know the values there. Uh, the VAH is in, like exactly what you say. It's a tax-free benefit that is yours. Here you go. Spend it, you know, however you want. And, you know, you're right. It gets, gets into, you know, that personal responsibility, that, that self-discipline. You got people riding around in these fancy cars that like, stop, you don't need a fancy car. You know, put that in a house, put that in a freaking piece of property, something. Exactly. Um, yeah. I'm sure you can, you know, tell me all about it. But it's just like, man, it's super frustrating when, when folks just, just blow their money. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, and just, you know, going on base and, and you see, I mean, there's some nice cars on base, real nice oh, cars. Very nice cars. And yeah. I mean, I look at some of these cars and I'm envious being a car guy. And then I think, you know, they're probably not owning a house because that car payment's probably seven, eight hundred dollars. You know? You are correct, sir. Yeah. And it's not an investment vehicle. They don't own a couple of houses and, you know, they're buying that car with the rent money. No, no, no. That is, uh, <laughs> right. here is half my paycheck and it's something that's just going to, you know, lose value very quickly. Right. 
Right. Um, spot on. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, your average, average car payment's about 500 bucks a month nationally. That's a hundred thousand dollars in mortgage financing. Yeah. That's, that's a whole house. Yeah. That's a whole house and you're, and, the, and spend on a car. Um, so yeah, it's just that lack of education. It's, it's not to point blame, but yeah. it's really just to point out the fact that there's a gaping hole that, um, needs to be filled. And, um, so, you know, that's what we're, we're working on it and, and part of the thrust of my business and, and the Armed and Ready podcast is to really, you know, prepare people for the opportunity that's lying right in front of them. So smart. And education, you're right. It's the absolute key. Just just show me what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Gary, I, I want to just thank you again for spending some yeah. time with us, man. Um, it's been really great to have you on the show and, and get to know you and a little bit about what you're doing and, and um you know, would love to have you back and, um, you know, maybe dig deeper on some of this stuff another time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And again, I love what you're doing. Great show. Great concept. You know, the education piece, the content piece. Absolutely love it. Really, really glad you guys had me on the show. I, I feel very humbled and honored all at once. Awesome. All right, Gary. Well, thanks, man. Have a great day. Yeah, all right. Thanks a lot. See you, Jason. See you. Thanks for stopping by today on the Armed and Ready podcast with our guest, Gary If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us here at the Armed and Ready Podcast.